Yeah, we're really deep. Hey guys, welcome to the Big Blue United podcast. My name is TJ. I'm here with Dan and Colin. What's going on tonight, guys? How you feeling? Uh, like some low main. Like a low main. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. We we got a new lease on life. I'm getting familiar with our new players, like our like uh, those Christmas gifts you get in the morning uh, at Christmas, and then you finally get familiar with them and find out what's fun and what's not. Um, I'm looking forward to talking about it more with you guys today. Yeah, it should be cool. I mean, um, I'm looking forward to talking about the rest of the draft and, you know, just uh, the more you read up on these guys, the more fun it gets because the team is finally starting to come together. Obviously, it won't be a finished product for a while, but, you know, you have your base here for the most part. We'll see what happens. But um, as usual, guys, please follow Big Blue United on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You can follow us at on Twitter at BBU Podboys with a Z. Uh, follow the TPPN at the Pigskin Podnet on Twitter. Uh, download the DraftKings app. Use promo code TPPN. Our sponsor this week is FOCO. Colin's got this nice quarter zip New York Giants. Um, I guess it's just quarter zip, right? That's what you call it from FOCO. Yeah, and it's got one of those those like big 90s pockets in the front down here. That you can't just with the Oh, that's a good oh, one. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah, which I don't know what I put in there, but it's, it's kind of awesome. And honestly, I put it on today for the first time, and it's like – a lot more comfortable than I expected it to be. What material um, is that? I mean, it's it's kind of like a nylonish kind of thing. Yeah. I don't. I, it may repel some rain a bit. I, and that's always a practical uh, purpose. But I think more than anything, um, you know, fly. I'm look look looking fly, and I'm look good. I mean, yeah, when you and when you look good, you you feel good. You play good. The whole Deion Sanders pod good. Yeah, you, pod, yeah. you look good. You pod good. Didn't Foco yeah. give us those headbands too last season? If I remember oh yeah, that? yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. I, I, uh, I don't have them. I wear one of um, which one was I, the the shepherd one every once in a while if I uh, do yard I'm work doing a, when I'm working out or I'm doing yeah yard work that's keeps it. the hair out of your out of your uh, eyes there Colin yeah that's exactly it but Foco, <laughs> they got a lot of really cool cool stuff and I'm pumped on this I actually might never take it off Good. cool I love never that made. Foco thank you Foco.com, guys check it out lots of great Giants gear and football gear among other awesome stuff they have on the website um. We do have a guest today. Before we bring the guest in, I do want to ask Colin because you did a radio spot, an upstate. What was the? Tell us about that. And it was on a high heart radio brand. But what was the? Uh, you know, ninety what point what and what was that about? How'd that go for you? Uh, it was the um, it was the Friday night tailgate. Uh, Zach Harris, uh, Fox Sports, ninety five point nine, and uh, it was actually a really great conversation. Uh, he had a lot of awesome questions, and I was sort of surprised how flowingly I went along with it. I think I just kind of approached the whole thing like it was the three of us talking and it just happened to be some other guy asking me the same questions. So it was good. And he, he, he thought he was throwing me curveballs, but I think it's it's things that we've discussed already. So I just had a different way of uh, kind of going about it. Um, I did unfortunately not give our upstate New York um, capital region friends uh, the heads up uh, to listen live, but I did give him the, the link after the fact, and I'm sure no one listened. But it was, um, <laughs> it did. was a good, I think, it was, yeah, no, no, I mean, like, you know, yeah, only after yeah. people. I liked uh, it, I thought you did good, and, and yeah, like, uh, I was wondering where this Colin was in our podcast, but I realized that you're saving all your good takes for the real radio. Yeah. I mean, I was working up until the last possible second, and that day was like super stressful, so I didn't even think about anything, and I just kind of rolled onto it. Um, I, you did you know, right, I, I liked it. Cool. Thank you. I uh, I enjoyed Maybe it. Maybe can I... throw the link in the uh, in the description of the YouTube video so you guys can check that out. Perhaps. Absolutely. You can throw that out there. All right. 
without further ado, I'll bring our guest on, who is Sam Prince, who, if you're not familiar with him, guys, was the uh, person who read the number five overall pick, Kayvon Thibodeau, at the draft. Sam, thanks for joining us tonight. What's going on? What's everyone? Start with the bad hair, dude. Let's go, Giants. I'm, I'm Sam Prince. You may have saw me on stage. You know, my hair, I took a shower before everything. So, you know, I, I took a shower this morning, but, you know, after <laughs> workout, the, you know, hair is a little floppy right I've, there. So, don't you know, sell yourself oh, short, Sam. That looks good. good. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. You know, like a little Elvis do right here. You know, <laughs> but, uh, Colin, that hoodie from Foco is awesome. Yeah. I need to get one of those right now. Like, uh, I need to. I, I'm sure uh, I, if we can figure something out. Uh, I don't know how we would do that. But well, I, we would I, we would say, hey, Foco, we know Sam Prince, and he needs some. Yeah, no, we should do like <laughs> Foco. Get it like, we got we gotta work something out with Foco and I. We got we gotta do something. Yeah, Sam yeah. Prince. That's we'll have our people idea. reach out to your people. All right, and then, and then we'll all do lunch. We'll <laughs> yeah, all do yeah. lunch. We'll all do lunch in Jersey. <laughs> yeah, all right, yeah. so, you know, right now, you know, I got this like Giants. We're talking about clothing, so I'll talk about my Giants clothes. I got a, please. I got this like Giants. You know, it's like pullover short sleeves the giants oh, yeah, gave me yeah. one two of these so i'm wearing one of them right now i'm trying to figure out when i wear them that's the thing uh all the time dude yeah those like, are sweet. all the time Reminds i didn't like a coughlin or something oh. that, those guys live in that stuff those coaches wear that day and night i'll There's probably wear like in the summer on like the beach and stuff like that yeah, well, yeah, yeah. that that shirt's great for when you inevitably have to sleep on the couch at the facility because you don't go home, you don't see your family for six months. That's, that's... <laughs> I like collared shirt on the beach too. That's a power move. I feel oh, like yeah, it is a power, but like it feels like weird. It's like a quarter zip, and like it's like feels like a like one of those like windbreakers, but like it's not. You have the open sleeve. Mm -hmm. I'm just trying to figure out when the perfect moment is. A lot of people are telling me the fall. Hmm. Yeah. I think I think that works. I th it's a scenario good. where you're like, you know, you're ready to like, you know, meet and greet and hobnob at the country club, but then you can bust out some wind sprints with the boys at the practice field. Yeah, unfortunately, I don't go to a country club. So if anyone of you guys like, have a club, <laughs> yeah. no, we don't either. Yeah. No, I mean, we're talking to you, Sam. We were hoping to get the invites through you. Dude. I don't have a country club, so maybe <laughs> like, I can get invited and then I invite you guys. That sounds that's, like a plan. That's, that's, right. yeah, 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 that's yeah. the plan. We're in All on right. that. Let's do this. Yeah. So Sam, just you know. Tell us about the whole experience and, and with Make-A-Wish and, and getting to do the pick and getting to, you know, meet, you know, did, was there any cool players you got to meet? Any particular story you want to tell? Like, just give us a, a rundown and kind of the whole experience and, and then we'll get into more specifics. Well, where do I even start? So, yeah, right. <laughs> so we, we just got to shout out the world-class organization, the New York Football Giants, for doing this. You know, they've been getting a lot of backlash for the past couple of years, but I got to say, Make-A-Wish. I can't thank them enough for what they've done for me and my family. No, it's really a thrill of a lifetime, and it's really changed my life forever. I'm a quote-unquote celebrity to some people. <laughs> what? You're calling me a celebrity? I think you're a celebrity, you know? Like, like, uh, like I was there, and like Rich Eisen, I'll tell yeah. you the story. I'll tell you the whole story, but the celebrity part. Rich Eisen's like, oh, you're a celebrity? I'm like, no, I think you're the celebrity, dude. Like, I was like, what? No He's way. a legend. He's a legend. A legend. So – so a little about me, the Giants surprised me the Monday before the draft. I was born with a little bit about me, so I don't you guys start with this. Yeah, yeah. I was born with a half a heart and one lung, got a heart transplant at eight years old, 11 years out, March 14th, 2011, did a transplant. So excited. But 11 years strong, thankful every day. Thank my donor Amazing, family yeah. every day by wearing a green donate life bracelet. I'll send you guys one of these or if we meet up soon. Oh, yeah. I'll give you guys these. I wear cool. I wear every day. I give them to people. Courage cool. everyone to become an organ donor. But enough about that. 
So my Make-A-Wish, I actually filled out the Make-A-Wish form in 2019 hmm. to go to the yeah. 2020 draft. Well, oh, yeah. you know, COVID, yeah. I was going to go to Las Vegas and announce the first round pick of the New York Giants, New York football Giants. sorry. And right. I, unfortunately, COVID happened, devastated. So then I waited another year, another year. So 2022 is here. And a random day, literally Monday before the draft, I was actually going to ask my parents that day if I, if we can go, if my dad and I can go to, my, I was going to ask my dad if we can go to the MetLife Stadium draft party that night. Yeah. Well, I didn't need to go to the draft party. Um, I was, <laughs> I was I, uh, So they surprised me, the Giants. I can't say how they totally surprised me because there's an ESPN My Wish documentary series coming oh, out about cool. me. So, you know, I signed those contracts to ESPN and the Giants and make which can't say, you know, can't say so, how they made it, but it happened. Yeah. Yeah. Now you'll see everything. Yeah. So I met yeah. Eli that day. And let me just tell you, Eli is like the coolest dude. Okay. Like I, we're talking about everything. You know, some That's of the stuff awesome. I can't say because it's on video, you know, and say what we talked about, but he's a really cool guy. You guys he's are everything you think he would be. He's if you didn't know football, you would think he was a suburban dad. <laughs> he is. <laughs> he is. Right he up, is. is now. Yeah. He's always gonna be Eli Manning. For sure. For sure. So I was so then I met with Mr. Mara and you know, Mr. Mara is like, you know, pretty cool guy. You know, I was like, oh, what do I say to Mr. Mara? I'm like, that's the owner of New York football giant. What you say? So I'll talk tell my story, you know, about the draft. And I was talking about like what I think the Giants should do. So we're talking for about Couple minutes, five, 10 minutes. And I, in the middle of it, I said, You know what, Mr. Mayor? I got to say this now. If Kayvon's on the board, <laughs> I'm sure you guys heard this line a thousand times. <laughs> I, I I would run up to the podium myself and select him. Please, so I was like, Please, please, please. I, I basically said, Please, please, please select him in like a nicer form, more professional form. <laughs> but then, you know, the Eli, then I was taken to Joe's office and I thought I was just meeting Joe. Then Dave is there. I'm like, oh my goodness. I'm like, I'm in heaven. <laughs> I'm like, oh. so I, I was there. I was like, all right, we're talking about the Giants organization, you know, you know, the mistakes that, you know, some last year's things that like they moved. <laughs> I was asking about some moves they were doing about, uh, you know, I was asking them about, you know, the Bradbury thing at the time. He didn't give me a direct answer because he didn't want to tell me. Which is a good GM. Yeah, probably probably. Yeah, I'm like some other Steve Gettleman would have told you the whole draft plan. Yeah. <laughs> You'd have been like, we're drafting Jordan Davis. Yeah. <laughs> and then we're gonna draft tr- with then we're gonna draft uh the guy that the Patriots drafted. Yeah, yeah. Cole, mm-hmm. Cole Strange. Cole Strange, yeah. Strange. Yeah. No, we're gonna straight up to one for Cole Strange. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're right, man. You're right. The, you know, you got <laughs> lucky you got to wait a few years, actually, I think. No, I, I love Andrew. Andrew's a cool yeah. guy. I uh, So yeah. then, you know, we're talking about the draft, the area, stuff like that. And he's like, you know, oh, this is my first draft with the New York with – with the Giants. You know, this is Dave's first draft head coach, you know. And he's like, you know, I'm going to need someone who knows what they're doing to go to Las Vegas. And I, I was saying, I'm like – I'm sure you guys seen the video a thousand yeah, times. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I'm like, I start every morning watching it, dude. Uh, I start every morning <laughs> watching it. Pumps <laughs> me up for the day. And I'm like, and I'm like, I knew it. Like, right when he said, I need someone to help, I'm like, oh my gosh. Well, this that's, is me. that's me. And, obviously. You know, like, I, I, I'm someone who can't doesn't get off guard that, like, they, it's very hard to surprise. But I was so caught off guard that day. Just because they told me that. 
you know, it wasn't going to happen. It was, it was all fate. Yeah, so yeah. It really surprised me. So I was so happy. And then, I don't know if you saw this part. It was on the video, which I think I, I think it was on the video. And they were like, any last piece of advice? I said, don't mess up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. I said, yeah, don't awesome. mess it up. Yeah. That's right. And, and hey, the, oh, yeah, go ahead, man. Keep the rest going. of the day, I got some stuff from the Giants. Got this, some other stuff. Uh, then I went home. Next day, ESPN, My Wish documentary came to my house. I came home from school, and there was tw- like 10, 15 cars all my street for that. Like, what the That's wild. Going on? I knew it was going on, but like, yeah, it's yeah, crazy. Yeah. Next day, go to Vegas. Vegas is awesome. Been there before, but dang. The one thing I wanted to do there I didn't get to do is sports gamble, but got to be 21 for that. Yeah, yeah, you got some time. I got some time. And you can do it but, from you know, home I, now, too, anyway. I'm not like the biggest fan like poker or blackjack. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to gamble. I got to know what I'm doing. That's true. We know football, I'm right? We know football. So yeah. I'm at the draft that day. Crazy day. You know, I meet Ben, the Patriots kid who did the second round pick. Ben and I are friends now. He, uh, he wants to be a sports broadcaster, too. We went to the NFL live set at the top of the Paris. Let me just tell you, I was freaking happy. I was in heaven. <laughs> I saw, I saw that that special when when Rich Eisen let you uh, sit in a seat. And yeah, that was that was, was uh, that awesome. Sunday. It was crazy. You know, I went to NFL live. I met Travis Kelsey. Pretty cool. Nice. Guy. Big fan of his. Told him he won my fantasy football league, and also just single-handedly destroyed one. That yeah, same for time. sure. <laughs> I, uh, then we talked, and then the draft happened. So, a little bit about the draft. So. After the red carpet, met some players, met Kobe Dean, met all the prospects, really half of them. I actually did not get to meet K-Bot or Evan Neal on the red carpet. Oh. oh. It was kind of surprising. Any conspiracy theories happening? No, don't want any. That's, that's, yeah, that's yeah. why. So I was thinking the whole time, do these players know where they're going to get drafted? I mean, I think a couple of them might. I bet you Walker knew. Yeah. yeah. You yeah, can't yeah, not know if you're one. You can't. Yeah. You'd so, think so. You know, Nicobe Dean, a really cool guy, unfortunately, is an eagle. So this is where what everyone wants to know. What's it like backstage? Yes. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Really nice. <laughs> you know, I was in the commissioner's green room with him. Now, Dan, Colin, and TJ, now, you guys may have some opinion on him. You guys may think he's a jerk. You guys, I have no opinion on him anymore. I yeah, feel like that I, was I think like I used fleeting to back like in the day. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of people think he's a jerk. You know, yeah. I never had an opinion on him because – I didn't want to judge someone I don't know. Mm-hmm. And he sat with me for over 20 minutes, talked with me, explaining how the draft prospect That's cool. process goes. And I gave him a, a green donate. This is how I knew he really cared about me. I gave him a green donate life bracelet, and he wore it. That's I'm awesome. stage in the rest of the night. He oh, could have nice. said, hey, Sam, thanks. Now let's go take a picture. Put and he showed me how it works, the process. Yeah. So the car, everyone wants to know this. I got the card two minutes before everyone knew. So I knew I would practice reading it and I practice every single name because I'm not going upstairs stage and mispronouncing Akeem Aquano's name or Kayvon Thibodeau's be a living meme. That's not going to be yeah. cool. Yeah. <laughs> she <laughs> did us at every pod. I <laughs> <do>. <laughs> Luckily, I'm not on uh, actual television. <laughs> so that, uh, not yet. So then that happened. I was, so, I, there was a video of me. Uh, I think I, 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 I Got to make sure I'm allowed to post that one. It's me finding out. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I'll, 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 wait, wait. So, how much before you go on stage do you find two out? minutes? Two minutes, and then Mr. Goodell is practicing with me and stuff like that. So then I go on stage, and then I'm hyping everyone out. Let's just say picks one through four. The place was pretty excited, but 
After five, it was juiced up to another level. Roger, Mr. Goodell, couldn't finish his sentences without the crowds cheering as you guys saw on TV. It was so loud. Then when I came on, I said, thank you, Mr. Commissioner. And then the place was crazy. And I said, and then I went quite quiet, with the fifth overall pick at the 2022 NFL Draft, the New York Football Giants select Kayvon Thibodeau, defensive at Oregon. That and then we're all very happy. And then you, and then you <laughs> lost your mind with him, and that was one of the coolest yeah. things. To yeah, so, so cool. a lot of people say that was planned. It was not planned at no all. No way. That was authentic, man. That You could tell. That was so authentic. That's just his personality. And he's just there. What am, what am I going to do now? I was, I, I was going to shake his hand. I was going to hug him. up. Yeah. I was like, and then we were like. That, that was happened. awesome. <laughs> and then the rest of the that. time, which is crazy, I was backstage with Colleen Wolf, Michael Irving. They were talking to me. And then I, Colleen interviewed me in between commercial breaks. Oh, she's great. Michael's pretty cool. Unfortunately, he's a cowboy. Oh, Colleen's yeah. pretty cool. Unfortunately, she's an Eagles fan. The whole the whole weekend was amazing, beyond anything I could ever wish for. And NFL Network asked me to be on their show, wow. which I said is one of my idols in life. Okay, I see him. I'm like, you want me on your show? You want me, 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 you want me, me, me. Your, 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 your show, your, your show. <laughs> Let's just say when I found out, I was doing somersaults. Yeah, that's so awesome. Happy. And you know, I actually had no idea that he was going to put me in the anchor chair. Yeah, I found out on stage. A lot of people are like, awesome. no, you, you knew that. You did a no. nice job with that, man. Thank you. Thank you. And tomorrow I'm uh, going to be on Good Morning Football at 9.15. Cool. Oh, nice. TVRing that for sure. And yes. Sam, can I, can I just say, man, uh, the your whole thing was really resonated on a bunch of levels. Obviously, the Make-A-Wish portion of it and your whole story is intensely inspiring to kids all over the world and all over the country. Um so that's first and foremost, you know, do you being who you are and having your personality goes a huge way. Um, and for us as giant fans, having you represent, you know, the giants is extra awesome. Um, but even beyond that, if, if you didn't have that whole backdrop, your enthusiasm on the stage for this new regime of giants fans, Colin, and I, and uh, Colin, TJ and I are already like jumping through the roof with just having Dable and, and, and Shane out there, but you really encapsulated how, us as like 35 year old adults are feeling on the inside, just getting hyped, getting everyone else hyped. It was a great moment. And and when you were telling that story just now, it was like, it was like, I got the same sort of feeling in a weird way, like yep. the Super Bowl run. Like it, yeah. it's a, like a nostalgic. Whoa, 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 are, you, something. are you calling that Kayvon? Sorry to interrupt. Are you calling that Kayvon's going to help the Giants? Hopefully make a Super Bowl run and win it and get number five. Because it's got to start somewhere, two. man. Uh, which by the way, can we say that number five looks clean? Oh my god! I didn't think he was gonna get it. I thought I was gonna have to be number fifty-five. I didn't think Gano was gonna give it up. Yeah. Oh, he got a he got a vacation and a car out of it. Probably. Who knows? What do you how? think he got? I, I two hundred fifty thousand dollars wouldn't be out of the question. I feel like I said to my dad about like the five thing. He's like, "How much money?" He's like, "I would have done that with with just two hundred fifty-five thousand dollars and call that you know have the number <laughs> and I'll, I'll have another thing like I'll take the money." But I'm sure he's getting more than that. It's, I, I wonder if it's going to come out. I know you know people are going to ask him, both of them. I'll, I'll, I'll if I ever when I meet Cave, hopefully I will again. I, I will say to Cave, how much did you? Uh, how much? Did yeah, you yeah. Be our inside guy with this. Yeah, yeah. I We're will. Back, you know, yeah. A lot of people are going to like you know because like I'm like when I saw him like gotta get that jersey. You yeah. know if I if I get it, what, did I get the blue, white, or the alternate jersey? I like the white. I'm a white. Yeah, the white. The white's. Pretty clean. I mean, the, the white's blue... good. 
but sometimes you're eating chicken wings, then you know you got to go True. get it dry cleaned yeah, afterwards. Yeah. Speaking yeah. of chicken wings, you know, part of my podcast, Princess on the Pie, I promote local businesses and try local rest local chicken wing restaurants. Dude, nice. all right. So I was saying before the pod that I'm sort of new to like the Jersey Burb area. Um, my question to you is going to be, what's your number one deli? Can you deli? Can you... Oh, okay. Wait, 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 wait. In New Jersey, or what's what are we talking about? Like, all right. So, so you're the town you're in is probably like 20 minutes from mine, like so somewhere in like the general vicinity. You, how far are you from Milburn? Like 20 minutes, 15 minutes. Okay, if you want to have a really good sandwich, go to Milburn Deli. Only think about that; they're very pricey. I heard, I heard. They're very. But everyone wanna, says it's the truth. If you want a really good sandwich, go there. But it's not something that you go like. If, I can't have it every day because I feel like if I have it a lot, it's going to lose its value and special to me. Sure. True, true. Special. And then by me, I really like Lakeside Deli in Verona, New Jersey. Oh, I know who it is. Cool, cool, cool. I'm and then uh, delis. Um, yeah, I mean, those are really the really best delis. And if you want to, you know. I mean, my favorite is Katz's in New York. Wow. Oh, yeah. Classic. Yeah. yeah. Well, what do you say? Deli. I had to like. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ask that I mean, yeah. de- delis are like my home base. You, you got to have a couple go to delis around. And I'm, I'm sort of figuring out my way here. Where's your deli so. right now? Um, The closest one that that's that's pretty legit to me is Sergio's in Denville. Um, yeah. So Denver's a little far. Denver's a little yeah. far from me. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the other side of. The direction I can go, but I'm always coming closer to the city, your direction. So that's not a yeah, problem. Yeah, I mean, I, I think if you're coming up from a city, I, I would definitely try Lakeside. If there's more, I think about I'll email you guys or text you guys. No, just wanted to top your head. I wanted, wanted the truth. I want, <laughs> I want to come in straight but from the Lakeside store. and Melbourne are the ones that come to All right. So what's your order at the deli? What, what, what's your go to sandwich? Wait, are you guys like, do you guys have any allergy restrictions or like? No. Just so go for it. Oh. I. I am a fan of the Godfather sandwich. Of course. Like a combo? And what's on that is a chicken cutlet, moots, Russian dressing, and bacon. That's All pretty good, All toasted on a panini roll. Nice and simple. I like that. Yeah, you can't mess with that. No. There's no messing with that. That's the Godfather. The offer you can't refuse. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, before we get into uh, uh, players and doing some more analysis, Sam, you mentioned a few times uh, – the green wristbands and, and the donate organization. What's donate what's the name of that organization? And and we'll link to it and everything. So the, the New Jersey, it's so each state has their own procurement, and the New Jersey's is the New Jersey Sharing Network. So okay. each everyone has a green bracelet we wear around, and we have a walk coming up in June in New Providence, New Jersey. I invite you guys to be on our team if you guys to help me promote that. That would be amazing. Absolutely. You know, the walk sure. is in New Providence awesome day you know you could walk or run you know i don't run i walk because i don't run i don't know about you guys yeah. <laughs> you guys maybe a little more we try we try yeah well i mean we're, we're getting we're getting up there too so running is less and less you know? i didn't think you guys were 35 uh, we, we, we come we're, off we're younger much, yeah, we, well, i'll take that. i thought colin was like 23 nice, <laughs> nice. <laughs> for you I colin dan and tj were about 29 30 okay. okay i'm the oldest one here that's the funniest no thing. way yeah yeah it's all right. Colin is the we have. You guys You're only as old as you feel, yeah. as they say. So oh. I think I'm more in the 40 range, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Why do people like when they're 30? Oh, I feel so old. Feel so you know what, dude? So, it's so lame. And you're 100% so right. It's I, so I literally had this conversation this past weekend where there is something when you turn 30, you start feeling a little different. And it, it 
you just ache a little bit more. You, it just, it's hard to recover. Uh, I mean, staying in shape is harder in general. Well, all I um, know is that uh, I remember the episode in Friends when Rachel turned 30 and she like mourned it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, women have their way of doing things. So we, we, I don't think we had a problem. <laughs> um, I mean, if anybody, she, she's, what, 50 now? She still looks great. So yeah, she's just she's smoking hot fun. now. <laughs> she knows what she's doing, dude. She knows what she's doing. Absolutely. No, I mean, Colin's going to have the same trajectory as Jennifer Aniston, I'm pretty sure. He just gets more, be- more and more beautiful. Just keep growing that hair out. He's just smoking hot and just natural beauty. That's me. That's me, obviously. I I like this kid. I like him. (laughs) Um, Do you want to get into a little Giants talk? The only thing I I wanted one more thing because I wanted to show Sam, what did it feel like to make Brian Dable be the cutest? Man of all time. Oh yeah. Oh, right the way he looks at you. Look at that face. I, I, I didn't like see that. I just was looking at Joe and and then like after I I don't know if you guys saw I I cried and they, I, I was. Oh, I, I, I when, when I when I, when like Eli and I were talking like throughout that day before like I can't say like how we met again. Uh, ESPN restrictions. Yeah. And the Giants and every Make a Wish. I um uh, I I was holding back tears because like that's my idol. Yeah. Like, Holy shit. Sorry. Oh, shit. Oh, no. That's all right. Oh, we all get one an episode. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> it was crazy. And then I was like, I, I can't hold it in. Like, I can't do it. Yeah. And then when I got home and I, I cried. Like, I, I mean, hey, man. I, I, would, no. I would have cried like before right I got there. home. <laughs> yeah, I, right I, there. I, I had no idea why I was in Joe's office. You know, I was in Dave's. I was like, oh my gosh, you're Brian Dave. And, you know, he, he is really like a big teddy bear. You know, yeah. a lot of people, look, I'm telling you, Dave is like, even though, like, we're boys now, like, I'm telling you, this could be so much better than the, than the Judge Gettleman era. Yeah, it's oh, true. Did you guys like Judge? Heart. No, uh, at first. Oh, in the beginning. First. Oh, at first I loved him. Yeah. Oh my god, I loved him. <laughs> but but then like week three, I hated him. I hated. Yeah. Him. <laughs> he fell well, off fast, man. People people went from loving you know him to hating like, him real fast. Said, oh my gosh, our offense is improving so much. What yeah, are you watching, yeah. dude? I'm yeah, like, yeah. Are, you, are, you, are, you, are, are you watching the same game? Are you watching the Chiefs games or the or the Bills games? Yeah, like yeah. us. You know, and, and the tough part about it is, is like he's not a bad dude by any means. He's a good dude. I think like that's what made it harder for the Giants. But at the end of the day, it's a business. Yes. Yeah. It's true. 100%. And he, he wasn't succeeding on any level. Nope. <laughs> and the Patriots have as an offensive coordinator. No, he's it's like going to be great. Just offensive assistant or something. Or, yeah, yeah, whatever. <laughs> He's gonna just stand there. Belichick's gonna make him look good. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Well, you know, I, I I wish him luck, but he just yeah. wasn't the right fit for this team, and I no. don't think he's the right fit for I a, think he a head a coach really of a modern NFL team. Yeah. Defensive coordinator. Maybe, I don't know. I mean, he could most. be a good special teams quality control coach. Maybe he'd be yeah. a good college <laughs> coach. I feel like because he's such yes. a hard ass. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that, that's Dan, good we had some of the worst special teams in the league these past two years. Oh, yeah. And, and special teams. This is my specialty. Special teams. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, we had Tom Quinn for an entirely too long, and he just was getting worse and worse and worse as a coach. He was okay about, what was it, 10 years ago? He was with us forever. Yeah. Long time. Yeah. Yeah, well, speaking of business decisions, um, so today, guys, Giants cut James Bradbury. Gives yeah. you about ten point million, uh, ten point one million in savings. Um, we'll lose them with sixteen million in cap space total. 
Still would have been nicer to trade him, obviously, because yeah. that brings the dead money up to $30 million, and that was 10 more added. Um, so we did want to find a trade partner. We didn't, but he had to be gone. Um, Sam, do you want to start with your thoughts on uh, the cutting of Bradbury today? Yeah, I mean, look, guys, I kind of knew this was going to happen. I, I pictured this roster without James Bradbury this season That's smart. because of all the rumors, but I feel like the Giants could have handled it maybe a little better. I, if they know the trade partner wasn't there, I get it because of the contract. I personally just would have cut him a, a little earlier because due to the fact that we're going to have all that dead money, but it's it's going to have a lot of cap space. I do think it was the right move at, at the end of the day by Joe Shane, but a move that I think the Giants are going to have, don't be surprised if the Giants go pick up Joe Hayden, mm. free agent Ooh. quarterback for a one-year cheap deal. Oh, 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 yeah. What do they call it? The um, A look-at-me deal, if you will. Yeah. Approve a deal. deal. Hey, Approve goes deal. right, yeah. gets a short contract extension. Goes wrong, Giants just cut him. Don't resign him. It's true. That'd be great. Then, you know what they kind of did with Logan Ryan, and it worked out for that year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I think interesting you say Logan Ryan. I think that Logan Ryan contract, in conjunction with the Nate Solder contract and the Kyle Rudolph contract, yeah. is why we couldn't keep James Bradbury in the first place because we had all their dead money on the books, yep. um, which is just compounding, you know, the, the faults of the, the previous regime. Yes, but I, I agree totally with Sam that it was something that had to be done, and we're going to be better off for it in the long run. Love yeah. the Joe Hayden idea. If that's if that's in the wrong possibility, we get him cheap enough. That'd be a great veteran presence to have there. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I have not talked about it with Shane. I wish I did. You know, calling up like, hey, you know, hey, hey, Joe, you know, you asked about Bradbury, but didn't tell you. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, you know, he give a, you know, he's a competent. You know, he's a. I, 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 as some people say, you know, any competent GM would, would do that those moves yeah. because we didn't have those last year. No, have. he's more than competent. Joe Shane, I'm telling you, like he, he'd be a great GM. Like, yeah. I, I, what was the last time we had faith in a Giants GM? Uh, uh, Jerry Reese, 2008. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, every every bit of 13, 14 years ago, probably. And what was the last time we were excited about a draft after it was the fact? Oh, ten years ago. Yeah, ten years ago, probably. That's so shame. OBJ, maybe. I love. I, I. I'm telling you, I. I have a bold prediction that OBJ will be on the roster in the next two years. That'd be I, a sweet ending. I, guess. I would love really that, would. but I, he's he's gonna want more money. Yeah. I'm surprised he's still unsigned. To be honest, because but I guess he, he is hurt. I yeah. want if he doesn't know the Giants. I want to see him on KC. Yeah, I don't need. They don't need anybody else. <laughs> I want to see. I want to see him on KC. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Colin Bradbury thoughts there? Anything? Yeah. I I thought um, one thing that I read today that was kind of interesting is that the league had us over a barrel in the fact that they had all the leverage and there was nothing anyone can do in the organization to get any worth out of him. And they just let it go because they knew that's how it was going to go. It was one of those between a rock and a hard place kind of situations where, I mean, we, pro- we could have traded to him and then gotten fleeced. You know, somehow it w- it, we would have been almost worse off if we wanted to really push, uh, get, I don't know, getting yeah. something out of it. I don't know how what we would have even gotten that would have made sense. What I heard is it wasn't a trade wasn't partner, wasn't the problem. It was his contract and extending yeah. him and because he was on the, the last yeah. year of his deal. So giving up draft capital for a guy who had a bad season. Um, yeah. On a one-year <laughs> rental, I mean, it seems like a trade that Dave Gettleman would have done. Yeah, I mean, you yeah. know, but you have to look. You also have to look at it in a way. It's like the Giants were not better without him. You know, yeah. he, he, he was last year. He was one of, I think, five guys that ever made a Pro Bowl in their whole career on the Giants on roster. The Giants. Yeah. Who's the other four? You guys name the other four? Saquon, 
Yeah. And now, yep. In, Evan Ingram, Pro Bowl tight end. That's right. Yeah. And uh, who? Um, Nate Soldier, maybe? No. No, yeah. it was Logan Ryan. Nope. Um, Leonard Williams. Leonard Williams. Oh, yeah. yeah. With the Jets, yeah. But I mean, you know, it, it just, it, it nice. had to happen. It's, it, it's, it's the prime example of NFL business decision because you need cap space to sign your rookies and you need some injury assurance throughout the year. So, and he we'll see. is 30 or yeah, yeah. He's, he's going to be 30 this season, currently 28, 29, something like that. Look, he's got one or two more years of his prime. Going to be a great quarterback for whatever team picks up. But I, uh, I, you know, I wish it could have been a trade, but you know, it had to happen. It's yeah. it. Yeah. It's it done. hurts. It hurts the team, but I think you know, with with the new defensive scheme coming in, I think you'll see a lot more of the opposite of what we saw with the Giants the last few years. We're going to see a lot more blitzing and a lot less, you know, heavy, you know, bend don't break coverage sort of schemes going on. TJ, we'll see what happens. TJ, yeah, the Giants defense. I want to see a good product on the football field. <laughs> I don't want to see what we saw last year. Well, comparative to the offense, you know, it was a good product. So yeah. I think if we can do, a, you know, if the defense maybe levels out or, or you know, I think their problem also was, you know, they, they were taking a long time to get started. So in the beginning of the year, they, they were a lot rougher on the edges. If they can get a little faster start and hit their ceiling a little quicker and the offense can improve. I mean, I don't think anyone, you know, we were joking about the Giants, you know, making the Super Bowl. I, I think that's obviously uh, a pipe dream never this year. Say but, never. No, no <laughs> I of course not. Believe, like I go in the year that every year that the Giants will be winning the Super Bowl just because like I'm not going to like never say that. Like, but like I do have my realistic predictions for them. And what are you guys? What's your realistic predictions for them? Uh, for for 2022, yeah, uh, I think um, well, we six can't. and eleven. I think yeah. is probably seven and ten. Yeah, I there's no six, more. Yeah, I have six to eight wins. I think that's right on target. Yeah, that's that's right. Which would be great improvement, and it still leaves you in a position um, with draft capital. I mean, depending so on how the real question is, out. the Giants have six and eight. What do they do with Daniel Jones? That all depends. Yeah, luckily. if they go six and eight. That's unlikely Daniel Jones earned a Agreed. new contract. Agreed. That's true. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I, I, my, my theory, I've been saying it forever, is, is that Daniel Jones' ceiling is probably 15th best quarterback in the league. And uh, we need to get do some something better than that if we want to you know, have a quarterback on the team for 10 years and, and, and really build around him you know, two times over. Um, and I think that's what we're gearing up for. Uh, Daniel Jones has a prove it year, Colin. And we've been talking about it a lot. I, I love that aspect of things because he's never been put in the spot before. And now it's back against the wall, you know, put up or shut up time. And, and I think this is the best scenario you can put him in along with a, a competent coaching staff that's going to try to get um, the his biggest, best qualities out of him, which yeah. that quote, from that picture that I sent the other day that I like, I have not been that pumped up in so long. Uh, yeah. That's the kind of support you need. Uh, I, I'm very, I'm almost bullish on, 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 on the giants winning eight games this year, just because of the system that's going to be in place around these guys is going to be invigorating. You're going to get more out of players than I think we've seen in the past. Absolutely. I mean, the roster still isn't great, but I think, I have a lot of a lot of faith in this coaching staff. Far improved. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's there's player coaches, and then there's good player coaches, and it seems that Dable might be in that category. I mean, we don't know, but it seems that it's not even just like, oh, he can be my friend as a coach, but you actually want to fight for him too. Yeah, 
I loved yeah. watching all the pressers with him and, and, you know, any of the stuff on the field, the players, it's just a interesting and it's different. And the dynamic of the team seems more exciting and it's yeah. not doing laps for stupid crap at the end, you know, whatever yeah. it is. The NBA playoff action is nonstop at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. This week, new customers can bet just $5 on any team to win and $150 free bets if they do. Looking to turn a small bet into a big payday during the NBA playoffs? With DraftKings Same Game Parlays, you can do just that. Create your own parlay by combining multiple bets like which team will win, total threes made, total rebounds, and more, and boom, you'll have a shot at an even bigger payout. Right now, all customers can place a Same Game Parlay with three or more legs and get a free bet back up to $25 if one leg doesn't hit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TPPN. Bet $5 on any NBA team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. That's promo code TPPN. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER. 1-800-426-2537 for Illinois, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, West Virginia, Wyoming. 1-800-NEXT-STEP for Arizona. 1-800-522-4700. Colorado and New Hampshire. 888-789-7777. Visit http cc pg.org slash chat Connecticut 1-800-BETS-OFF Iowa 1-877-770-STOP-7867 Louisiana 877-8-HOPE-NY slash text HOPE-NY 467-369 for New York visit opgr.org Oregon Call slash text Tennessee red line 1-800-889-7989 Tennessee or 1-888-532-3500 Virginia. 21 plus, 18 plus West Virginia. Physically present in Arizona, Colorado, Connecticut, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming only. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See HTTP DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Um, But anyway, guys, let's jump into the um, end of the draft here. We might have to skip the undrafted free agents, but let's just uh, hammer out the the draft here. So uh, last week we ended with uh, tight end Dave Ballinger. So let's start with uh, Dane Belton. Safety out of Iowa was round pick. Uh, round four pick, I think it was one fifteen. Run, yeah. one right after Bellinger. Um, Dan, do you want to you want to give us a little Belton info to start? Yeah. Or Sam, you want to start? Yeah, I'll start really quickly. Go for it, I think please. that was yeah. a great pick. You know, we didn't really know what's going to happen with the safety position because the only safety that they have is Xavier McKinnon because that's probably going to be the safety of the future. The Giants have. I have to log off right now. I got to get ready for tomorrow morning school. Thank sure, you no guys problem, for having Sam. me on. Sam, thank you, man. Come on, we appreciate it. Okay. Sam, good night, man. Um, great having 
Sam. That was awesome. It was funny for, for those of you who won't watch the video. It seemed like Sam muted his mic and then was like arguing with his parents or something. <laughs> <laughs> Which we've all been there. You know, such yeah. uh, such as being a young man, but yeah. you know, such as being a, a giant celebrity. This his is enthusiasm his is seventh awesome. podcast of the day yeah. for him. Yeah, I'm sure his enthusiasm uh, is great. He's a fun kid. You know, yeah. I think he's going to have a lot of success in his career moving yeah, forward, talking about football. Hopefully, we'll see him at the stadium. Uh, you know, in the, oh. in the crowd and stuff. That's the license plate guy. We we're in for a season of of new friendships uh, being uh, started in this parking lot. Uh, I feel like uh, we haven't had an opportunity to do that. We just go there, we get miserable, and we leave. So this year, I think we yeah. have something to look forward to. And that's how we're going to make a name for ourselves. We're gonna we're gonna crush beers in the parking lot with all these other podcasters and show them who's boss. I can't wait. Exert dominance <laughs> and then fall and then fall asleep before the game because. Yeah. <laughs> Dave Belton, uh, I, I I I like this pick a lot. Um, I think it's interesting. He's he's six one, two oh five, and another guy in the secondary with length, and that plays multiple positions. Uh, he played safety, he plays nickel. Um, I think people really like his versatility in that sense. Um, nothing really like exceptional about him from what I what I told and what I've seen in like the fifteen minutes of film I've watched. Yeah. Um, but. He, He's, you know, smart. He understands the scheme and is usually in the right place at the right time or usually knows where it needs to be, at least. Yeah. Um, I don't think he's going to make up it for anything with his, his, his pure athleticism, but I think he's going to be a, a, a good a good player and, and you know, potentially a starter at some point. But the kind of depth that you that you need when you're picking this this late in the, the draft. And that's kind of a, um, a bit of a. Uh a theme here with a lot of the players that were drafted and even in the undrafted free agents that we'll get into for a little bit later. These are all smart players. Um, everything that I read about anybody that's like, that's the first thing. Yeah. Um, Hey, we need help in the secondary. We need safety help. And I don't know. Come on, come on down. Yeah. Good size. Six, one. Come on down. Yeah. Um, you know, Sean said he loves his ball skills, and of course, the versatility seems to be the uh... Shane. Shane, did I say Shane? What did I say? No, Sean. You're getting worse. Are you, is your brain like degrading? <laughs> I think, yes, every day my brain is degrading. Dan, <laughs> speaking but, about you know, but you know, like like the 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 like the the deep cut pivotal. like single malt triple that uh, Evil Twin put out. You know, in in nineteen in two thousand thirteen or whatever, you can call that off the top of your dome, but. Uh, of course, yeah. <laughs> My brain is immersed in uh, beer knowledge, but nothing, apparently I can't keep uh, all this stuff straight. <laughs> the GM's name. Uh, Joe Shane said he was, had ball skills and was versatile. Um, I think, you know, he's he can obviously cover and play in the box. I think you'll see him in blitz packages for yeah. DBs. Yeah. Link, Link loves those. I think he fits in really well with what I think that, you know, the aggressive style of play that I think the defense is going to run into. Um and yeah, more guys down in the box, putting pressure on the quarterback. I think that's what the Giants' mo is going to be, as yeah. I said a few minutes ago. So and special teams, he'll obviously yeah. play it. So of course, I mean, you know, yeah. um, that's where a lot of these guys are going to get started. Yeah. You know, um, I think that I think that's goes to our next player, right? Guys down in the box, getting ready to, to get after it. I I can't wait to see McFadden, My, Michael McFadden, Michael McFadden yeah. Indiana linebacker, round five, pick one forty six. Um, Showen said he loves his size, his speed, his athleticism. He can play inside, outside, good at blitzing, um, athletic. Did I say Showen again? Yeah. 
Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I'm done. I'm gonna... All right, guys, I gotta get ready for school tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow. <laughs> teaching me how to read. Yeah. I'm going to back to the two phonics. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, the aggression on this guy. Everything that I've seen and read. I mean, you don't really. I mean, is he more of an outside or an inside guy? He can do both, apparently. What, do you know what the like the percentages was like lined up more so in one area or the other? I feel like he's more of an inside guy that just blitzes a lot from like the A or the B gap, which is kind of yeah, cool. Uh, he he's not much of a coverage uh, linebacker, and I'll yeah. say I talked to my uh, buddy at work who's a, a Hoosier alumni okay. and said that this guy was the beating heart of the defense. Uh, yeah. Just the absolute uh, central focus. He he uh, call, called the defense uh, and is a heat-seeking missile. They, they say I, he's just blitzes. With passing situations, he's blitzing. I know. Uh, he's got the engine of, like, an 18-wheeler, this guy. Maybe yeah. like, a, like a like a Boeing 747. He's got yeah. an engine like that. Yeah. A motor, rather. Should he, say. Loves, he loves the game, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's, he's a downhill guy. You know? He's a student no, of, the, of the sport. Yeah, Lacks very heady. athleticism, but... Very heady. <laughs> no, I mean, um, you know... Probably another guy, solid team, solid special teams contributor, depth piece, um, brings some competition to the linebacker spot, can move around. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, towards the end of the draft, I think you're going to see just a lot of these guys are going to, you know, come in as role players and, and just provide depth pieces. And as, as uh, you know, Shane said, as Joe Shane, Shane said, um, you know, it doesn't matter where you drafted. Everybody comes in with a clean slate. So oh, I just I just have an idea. We, we I, He has a theme song. Shane says. Shane says. Oh, <laughs> yes, that's a song. We have to we have to do that now. This is the thing. We have to do this. Okay. okay. I don't know how okay. what that means. Like but, that. Um, yeah. Colin, any, anything else in McFadden? Should we uh, move on? Is, is he a nice Irish boy? Oh, well, obviously. I'm. I, he's got a near and dear to my heart. I mean, I... I, I yeah. Is he related to Darren McFadden, the former running back from the Raiders? They are they are long lost Razorback, yeah, cousins. Okay, yeah, Yeah. that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Um, guys, DJ Davidson, defensive tackle, Arizona State. It's round five, pick one forty-seven, which is the pick after McFadden. Kind of the um, head scratcher pick of the draft for me. Yeah, what 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 do you feel on Colin? Well, I mean, you know, a couple of episodes ago, prior to the draft, we were talking about big body defensive tackles, and he wasn't really on my radar. I I, for whatever reason. he kind of struck me as one of those guys that could have been undrafted, unfortunately. Um, yeah. You know, you don't want to go a negative on it, but I don't know. I, he's a big dude, certainly huge, but uh, I don't, I don't, I don't know what the pizzazz is there. They must have some sort of, you know what it is. They probably met with him and he's a really good dude. And they're like, all right, his, his measurables and his, his stats are, are okay, but I think we can work with him. It's probably one of those kind of situations. Yeah. I think, Moving forward, your number one scout uh, uh, scout projecting metric should be pizzazz. Absolutely. This guy's pizzazz is off the off the charts. This guy's full of pizzazz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Out, <laughs> pizzazz out the yin yang. I think. What's it's the like, drill? Imagine, like football players doing jazz hands like <laughs> on the line. <laughs> What's the drill you run in Madden 04 in training camp to bring up your pizzazz rating? Yeah. Uh, just well, high stepping. Wait, just high yeah. step. Who, who has the most pizzazz in the NFL right, right now? now? Uh, who has the most pizzazz? Kadarius like Tony. Yeah, it's like a wide receiver trait. <laughs> yeah, right? it has to be. 
Like Jamar Chase has the most pizzazz. He's got a lot. No, it's it's like Ocho Cinco had the most pizzazz. Yeah, of, yeah. of course, of course, of course. Like, he's he's the king oh, of pizzazz. Oh, Kelsey, Kelsey's got pizzazz. Kelsey's got oh, with his uh, when he does the Dougie, that's pizzazz. Actually, you know who's got the most pizzazz? He's a giant. Oh, Kayvon Thibodeau. Oh, he does. Mm, he does. Lots of pizzazz, dude. Out the Loaded pizzazz. With pizzazz. <laughs> Loaded with pizzazz. Um. Yeah, DJ Davison, he's going to be the new DJ on the Giants. I'm only referring to Daniel Jones as Daniel for now because that's what all the players call him, and I think it's a diss. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Some of them, the way they say it, like, oh, Daniel over there. Um, I don't know. It's a I, do have, I do have a few friends who will not go by, like, nicknames. Like, I have to call them, like, Jacob and Christian. Are they from they the South? Jake or Chris. No. Well, oh. one's from Florida, one's from California. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. That's I have a bunch of like people that there's all yeah. the kinds of these Brooklyn people who you have to call them their full name. Oh, so but but you need to start going by Tom with an H in there. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna have, make people call me Thomas Joseph moving forward, <laughs> and I'm not gonna respond to anything else. Yeah. I don't have anything to say about DJ Davidson. Do you, TJ? Um, I mean, you know, he doesn't have a high motor, which is unfortunate. <laughs> um, 25 year old rookie. Um, as you said, six five through twenty five, yeah. so he's a big boy. Um. My thought is, you know, and 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 Joe Shane said that he was going to be a depth player who has upside. Mostly uh, going to play, exactly. the, mostly going to play on the inside. Someone who takes up space. Um, I mean, I would say you're not going to see his name in the stat sheet, but you know, he might let you have your linebackers go to work, eat up space in the middle. Yeah. Um, He'll be a rotational still, guy. I think. Yeah, I mean, yeah. adds value to um, an interior defensive line, which is not necessarily a strong point of this team when it has been in the past. So I, I think they said he has some rushing ability from the inside position, which is always mm. interesting. Yeah, we'll see. But, yeah. Um, you know, I think the, the most important thing to note is that the, he has upside, even though, you know, they view him as a depth piece in the beginning. So that could change, of course. And I think that's kind of what you are looking forward to in um, the later rounds. Yes. Um who, who, who we got next? Here? Another oh, huge yeah. human. Oh, yeah. So I'm excited about this. More and more I, I read about it because we have the two North Carolina. Um... Are you excited because they're both from North Carolina or, or for his specific skill set? Because the communication that him and um, and what's his name um, has already. Um, I'm totally blanking on his name. What is his name? Uh, oh. Josh. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The, easy. Easy. Um yeah. I've read multiple articles about how like a, a, a big, I mean, it sounds obvious, but like you think about it, the guys are on the same side of the line. Um, they both have, yeah, go ahead. I mean, we, they're likely not going to be next to each other. No, but it, it's like, they almost can teach each other. They've got like another, True. Yeah. yeah, you yeah. know, someone to bounce ideas off of when they get the playbook and they, you know, they've already worked together. It's almost like they're putting people together on the offensive line that it, it can only help that they already have a proven track record of working with yeah. each other. So that that's offensive great. lines about that personal chemistry, right? Uh-huh. Those guys, you know, have to do the dirty work, and when they find each other funny or knows they're going to work, everyone's going to work hard. That goes a long way. Yeah, and a, another guy, another guy where like awareness is a big thing. Smart player. Um, that kind of stuff is important, and he's huge. A smart, aware, huge human is pretty good. It's pretty Quite good. Quite a large guard, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Six seven three forty. And then he can move, apparently. Yeah, yeah. He can, you know, and and can play tackle guard. Um, 
that Shane says, uh, huge human being, depth and competition to the roster is going to start at guard, but as tackle flex. So again, you know, fitting in with that sort of versatility that they're looking for right yeah. now, which is interesting. You know, every guy they drafted has versatility, but I think that's where the NFL is going. You really need to be able to move pieces around and scheme around the, especially, uh, you know, whether defense or offense, I'd say defense more just because the offensive schemes are getting so, you know, complicated with the pre-snap motion, all that. You really need to be able to have that personnel to be able to employ, you know, as many different packages as you can in all the different situations. So I think that's very pragmatic team building, um, especially in your first draft as, as an NFL GM. So yeah. um, should we head out to our last pick of the draft, which is our boy Darian Beavers, uh, linebacker Cincinnati, round round six, pick Colin, 152. Colin, you want to say something? Yeah. Colin's first son's name. Chomping you're chomping for beavers. You're chomping, chomping for beavers. I'm chomping for beavers. That's uh-huh. that's um, yes. Uh, <laughs> Is that the name of this episode or, <laughs> or pizzazz? It's gonna sound pizzazz. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, not only did I call him out as someone I wanted uh, during our our draft prep a couple episodes ago, but I I keep reading. Wanted that- in like round three. I didn't say it that early. Three or four, yeah. We were all off. So even if you did, I wouldn't put it. I'm just saying, no, I'm saying that's how much you liked him. And all the more reason why it's amazing that he was still there when we were going for our last pick. And and I just realized, I I guess I didn't really look at a lot of pictures of him in college. Could we have possibly the first number zero on the Giants? That'd be tight. Can you wear zero in the NFL? I don't know. Never seen it. You can do anything now. Yeah, I don't know if that's part of the new rules, but you figured uh, somebody would have taken it, right? Uh, yeah, you would think, but who knows? Anyway, I, 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 what I read is that it was a steal in other people's eyes, too. I mean, people couldn't believe that he was still there. Uh, it fits a need. I mean, he is his predominant skill is coverage, which is crazy for a dude that big. Um, and like I said before in the past, too, our cover linebackers have uh, – I don't know if we've ever – I mean, Lawrence Taylor could cover someone, but that's another story altogether. But I don't think we've had anyone who could. Yeah. I mean, Michael Bowley was pretty good at it. Michael Bowley. Yeah, he was. He was. He was important. And um, ever since, nothing. So I'm pumped on that. Uh, and apparently he's got, you know, people th- say like, oh, talk about late round guys who have potential down the line when they develop a little bit to start. He could be one of those guys. So we shall see. Yep. Again, uh, they say his intelligence allows him to be versatile. Intelligence, physicality, and versatility are the things that they say to describe him. Um, I feel like I, the, way I just, the way I just said it, that sounded like Donald Trump. Um, I need to go <laughs> say it. Um, yeah, just love the pick. Love that we get to say Beavers. Um, apparently, you know, able to diagnose the run, has pass rushing skills, and, and is uh, you know can do some zone coverage. Um, Another tool, especially to pick one up in the seventh round uh, for what is likely going to be like a linebacker by committee approach as yeah. we've been having. Um, it's good by me. It's good by me, especially for a guy that people liked a lot more than seventh round. So, And from Cincinnati, who just pumped out good players this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't I don't have much to say beyond what you guys said. Just that I think um, at his pro day, he was working a little bit as an outside rusher, which I think is what led yeah. – them to sort of pull the trigger on him in the later round because I thought, yeah. you know, that kind of showed them a little more versatility than sort of just kind of being a middle downfield sort of linebacker, old yeah. school type player. I, I was reading, you know, if this was 10, 15 years ago, he would have been like first overall pick or something. But um, yeah, obviously times change. It's yeah. good size for outside, you know, rusher, 6'4, 250. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. 
So, uh, I mean, I think, you know, what's, uh, I think we're going to do Undrafted Free Agents. We'll probably have to say that next, next week, week, which yeah. is fine. Um, yeah. Um, anything else to add tonight, guys? No. Well, th- oh. No, 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 go, go. I was gonna oh, say, yeah. I just wanted to thank Sam. That was that was a really yeah. good combo. Um, it's good to meet him. He's a nice young man. I'd like wish him trapping luck. young lad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ho- hope we get to, to see, talk to him. Maybe he's got pizzazz. Oh, he's oh, got yeah. pizzazz. Yeah. Well, hopefully we'll have him back on. Uh, maybe when he's uh, schedule is dying down a little bit. He's <laughs> like yeah. he's right in the middle of uh, the media blitz or whatever. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, guys, um, thanks for listening. Please follow Big B United on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Please follow BBU Pod Boys with a Z on Twitter, the Pigskin Podcast Network at the Pigskin Pod Net. Download that DraftKings app. Use promo code TPPN. Don't forget to check out Foco.com for all your Giants-related merch needs. And again, thank you, Sam. Please check out his uh, ESPN documentary to get all the other information that he was unable to share with us due to whatever NDAs he signed, I'm assuming. Um Appreciate it, guys. Have a good one. Bye. See ya.